ஹலோ ஏ ஒன் வெல்கம் பேக் டு அனதர் எக்ஸைட்டிங் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் திங் டெக் ஐம் யூர் ஹோ சிவம் அண்ட் டுடே இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி இம்பார்க் ஆன் அ ஜேர்னி இன் டு தி இன்ட்ரிகேட் ஸ்பேஸ் ஆஃப் டேட்டா மேனேஜ்மெண்ட் ஆஸ் வி அண்ட்ராவல் த வண்டர்ஸ் ஆஃப் அப்பாச்சே எச் பேஸ் அப்பாச்சே எச் பேஸ் இஸ் இன் ஜஸ்ட் அ டேட்டா பேஸ் இட்ஸ் அ டெக்னாலஜிக்கல் மாவல் அ டிஸ்ட்ரிபியூட்டட் அண்ட் ஸ்கேலபிள் பவர் ஹவுஸ் டிசைன் டு டேக்கல் த சேலஞ்சஸ் ஆஃப் ஹேண்ட்லிங் வாஸ்ட் வால்யூம்ஸ் ஆஃப் டேட்டா Join me as we navigate through its core features, architectural principles and discover how it sets itself apart in the realm of databases. First, let me start by introducing Apache Edgebase to you. At its core, Apache Edgebase is an open source, distributed and scalable NoSQL database that's built to handle large volumes of sparse data. It's part of the Apache Hadoop ecosystem designed to work seamlessly with Hadoop distributed file system and integrate well with other big data technologies. Edgebase plays a pivotal role in scenarios where traditional relational databases might struggle due to their rigid schemas and limited scalability. Edgebase shines in applications that require high speed read and write operations like real time analytics, sensor data storage and time series data management. It's optimized for handling vast amounts of data with low latency access, making it suitable for use cases that demand both scalability and performance. Unlike traditional databases, Edgebase doesn't rely on a fixed schema. This schema flexibility allows you to store data without a predefined structure, making it a great fit for projects where data patterns evolve over time. While relational databases excel in maintaining asset properties, Edgebase's architecture leans more towards eventual consistency and high availability the CNA of the cap theorem one of the edgebase's standout features as with most distributed system is its ability to scale horizontally as data grows you can add more machines to your edgebase cluster ensuring that the system's performance and capacity increase accordingly this distributed nature allows you to handle massive datasets without performance bottlenecks Now let us delve into the architecture of Apache Edgebase. At a high level, Edgebase follows a master-slave architecture. This means there is a single Edgebase server which acts as a master and multiple region servers which act as slaves in a cluster. The master handles administrative tasks such as assigning regions to region servers, monitoring cluster health and ensuring load balancing. The region servers on the other hand manage actual data storage and perform read and write operations. To understand Edgebase's architecture better, we need to talk about regions and region servers more. Regions are the basic unit of data distribution in Edgebase. They represent a subset of a table's data and are distributed across multiple region servers. Each region server can host multiple regions. and as the amount of data grows new regions are automatically split to maintain balanced data distribution on the other hand the edgebase master is like the conductor of an orchestra it's responsible for coordinating various activities within the cluster for example when a new table is created the master decides how to divide the table into regions and assign those regions to available region servers It also monitors the health of region servers and can reassign regions in case of failures or load imbalances. Another very crucial component in Edgebase's architecture is Zookeeper. Zookeeper serves as a distributed coordination service. It helps manage configuration information, keeps track of active region servers and plays a pivotal role in leader election processes. 
without zookeeper maintaining consensus and coordination across the hbs cluster would be very challenging task now having explored the architectural foundations of apache hbs let's move on to the next segment where we are going to explore the data model of apache hbs which forms the foundation of how data is stored and organized within the system at its heart hbs's data model is built around the concept of tables similar to what you might find in relational databases however unlike relational databases hbs doesn't impose a fixed schema on its table this flexibility allows you to store varying types of data without predefined column structures in hbs tables are made up of rows and columns each row has a unique identifier called a row key the columns are grouped into families and within each family you can have multiple versions of the same column this versioning mechanism allows you to keep a historical record of changes in your data row key plays a pivotal role in hbs's data model they determine the physical storage and distribution of data across the cluster well designed row keys are essential for efficient data retrieval they should be chosen thoughtfully based on your access patterns and to optimize performance hbs takes a unique approach by grouping columns into families each column family can have a multiple column qualifiers or simply columns the combination of a column family and a column qualifier provides a way to effectively store and query related data for example in a schema designed for an e-commerce platform you might have a column family for customer information and qualifiers for their name email and address one of the distinguishing features of hbs's data model is its ability to handle sparse distributed tables this means that not every row needs to have the same columns and you can efficiently store data even when there are gaps in your dataset hbs leverages this sparseness to manage large volumes of data with minimal storage overhead okay so now having understood how data models are defined in hbs let us go through the basic crud operations in apache hbs these operations create read update and delete are the building blocks of working with data in hbs or in any other database so we'll explore how you can perform these operations using the hbs shell and various programming languages apis the hbs shell provides an interactive command line interface for interacting with your hbs cluster you can create tables insert data retrieve data update records and delete entries using simple commands for example to create a table you use the create command followed by the table's name and column family details hbs also provides api for various programming languages like java python and others these apis allow you to interact with hbs in your preferred language for instance in java you can use the hbs java api to create an instance of table put data into it and retrieve data using the get class one important thing is that whenever you choose between hbs shell and programming language apis consider your familiarity with the tools and the complexity of the task for quick iterations or administrative tasks the shell might be more convenient for complex operations or integration with your application programming language apis offer more control and robustness so now we will explore the art of schema design in hbs designing your schema effectively is crucial for achieving optimal performance and efficient data querying and storage 
we'll discuss strategies for aligning your schema with specific access patterns delve into the concepts like denormalization and column families and explore how to model data for maximum efficiency schema design in edgebase is a thoughtful process that involves understanding your data access patterns and tailoring your schema to match those patterns a well defined schema can lead to significant performance improvement and reduce complexity in your applications whereas a bad one can degrade your performance and overall experience with edgebase one of the key considerations in schema design is aligning your table structure with the ways you will be querying the data if you frequently need to retrieve specific attributes of a record you might choose to store those attributes in column qualifiers on the other hand if you often perform range queries you would organize your data a little differently unlike traditional relational databases edgebase encourages denormalization this means you might duplicate data across different parts of your schema to avoid joins and enhance query performance column families play a crucial role in this they allow you to group related data together minimizing the need for complex joins and also edgebase support for multiple versions of data is particularly useful for maintaining historical records by enabling versioning on a column you can store different versions of the same data and retrieve historical information easily this can be incredibly valuable for audit trails and analysis efficiency is at the core of edgebase design to optimize querying design your schema to minimize data scans just like primary keys in relational databases in edgebase we use row keys that reflect your access patterns and consider using filters and rate scans to narrow down your queries for efficient storage make use of compression techniques to reduce the physical space your data actually occupies on the disk schema design in edgebase is a balance between optimizing for performance and managing complexity denormalization and pre-aggregation can boost query speed but they might also increase storage requirements it is essential to strike a balance that aligns with your application requirements in addition to carefully designing a table schema there's a lot of other factors that can help us achieve better performance in edgebase let's discuss some of those we'll discuss how edgebase achieves its remarkable horizontal scalability explore the concepts of sharding and data distribution and delve into the various techniques that can be employed to fine tune performance including caching and compression edgebase achieves scalability by distributing data across multiple machines in a cluster this means that as your data grows you can simply add more hardware to the cluster allowing your system's capacity to increase linearly This approach is in stark contrast to vertical staling where you would upgrade the resources of a single machine. The process of distributing data across a cluster is often referred to as sharding. In edgebase, data is automatically split into smaller units called regions. These regions are then distributed across available region servers. The process ensures that data is balanced across the cluster, preventing hotspots which can be really bad for performance. and overall utilization of resources let's discuss few of the performance optimization techniques first is caching edgebase employs caching mechanisms to store frequently accessed data in memory reducing the need for discretes and significantly enhancing query performance next we have compression to optimize storage and io 
HBase supports various compression algorithms that reduce the size of the data stored on the disk. And then we have something known as Bloom filters. These data structures help reduce unnecessary disk reads by allowing HBase to quickly determine whether a particular row or a particular column exists in a region or not. We can also optimize our block cache. HBase stores data in blocks in disk. The block cache caches these blocks in memory, enabling quicker access to data. And finally, compaction. Over time, data in HBase becomes fragmented due to updates and deletes. Compaction is the process of merging smaller data files into larger ones, which improves read and write performance. While performance optimization techniques are crucial, it is important to note that there is a trade-off between performance improvements and increased system complexity. Finding the right balance that aligns with your application requirement is the key. So now having talked about the performance of HBase and various optimization techniques to improve it, let's spend some time in understanding how HBase fulfills consistency and durability guarantees which is necessary for any robust database system. HBase guarantees strong consistency for reads and writes within a region. When you read data from HBase, you are guaranteed to get the latest committed version of that data. This consistency assures that all nodes in the cluster see the same data regardless of where they are located. Durability on the other hand ensures that once the data is written to HBase, it won't be lost even in an event of a crash or a failure. HBase achieves durability through the use of a write-ahead log. When data is written to HBase, it's first written to write-ahead log on disk. This log acts as a record of all changes, and only after it's safely stored can the data be considered committed. HBase's consistency and durability properties come into play during read and write operations. During writes, the data is first written to the write-ahead log, and then to the in-memory store. Once the write is confirmed in write-ahead log, it's considered durable. Reads can then access the in-memory store or the edge file or the persistent storage based on the data's availability and freshness. In rare scenarios where data needs to be retrieved immediately after being written, HBase does offer a feature known as read your write consistency. However, there's a trade-off. In distributed systems, we have to choose between strong consistency and availability. So therefore, in some cases, you might want to relax such strict consistency guarantees for better performance of the overall system. Let's talk about HBase reads in a little more detail. Reads in HBase are primarily of two types, point queries referred to as get and range queries referred to as a scan. Scanning is the process of retrieving data from HBase table based on specific conditions. This is a fundamental operation for applications that need to extract meaningful insights from large datasets. Filters play a crucial role in scanning operations. Filters allow you to selectively fetch data based on conditions that you specify. There are different type of filters available in HBase, such as single column value filter for column based filtering and row filter for row based filtering. These filters enhance query efficiency by minimizing the amount of data retrieved from the cluster. Using filters and predicates is a powerful way to optimize querying in HBase. For example, if you're looking for all orders placed after a certain date, you can use a time-based filter to retrieve only the relevant data. This reduces the amount of data that needs to be scanned and improves query performance. Range scan involves scanning a contiguous subset of row keys. 
This is particularly useful when you need to retrieve a range of data, such as all records between two dates. HBS efficiently handles range scans as regions are distributed across the cluster based on the row keys. However, scanning does have a performance bottleneck and we should not design tables in a manner that we end up running scan queries most of the time. Another critical aspect of querying data in HBase is the get query. In HBase, the get operation is a means to retrieve specific data from the database. It begins by providing a unique row key which identifies a particular row of data within an HBase table. HBase tables are divided into regions with each region containing a range of row keys. To locate the desired data, HBase first queries the HBase meta table. A metadata table that keeps track of which regions correspond to which row key ranges. Once the appropriate region is identified, HBase retrieves the requested data directly from the region's data store, typically stored on the Hadoop distributed file system. This direct access minimizes data scanning and maximizes efficiency, making it suitable for low latency random access operations. Finally, the retrieved data is returned as a result of the get operation. This process makes HBase well-suited for applications requiring rapid access to specific rows of data, such as real-time analytics, serving as a high-performance distributed key-value store, etc. HBase gets are extremely fast if your table is efficiently designed, with a single read not taking more than a few milliseconds. Now, having talked about the internals of HBase and its various aspects, let's zoom out a little bit and see how HBase fits in the broader ecosystem of Apache Hadoop. Apache HBase is a vital member of the Hadoop ecosystem, which consists of various tools designed to work together for big data processing and analytics. HBase's compatibility with other tools makes it even more versatile and powerful. Apache Hive is a data warehousing tool that provides a SQL-like query language for querying and managing data stored in Hadoop. HBase can be used as a data source for Hive allowing you to perform complex analytical queries on HBase data using familiar SQL syntax. Apache Spark is a fast and versatile data processing framework. HBase can be used as a data store for Apache Spark applications, enabling you to read and write data from and to HBase tables seamlessly. This integration is particularly valuable for real-time analytics and interactive querying. HBase is designed to work in tandem with Apache Hadoop it can leverage the HDFS file system for data storage and its data can be seamlessly imported or exported to other Hadoop file formats. Let's look at some real world examples. Imagine you're analyzing social media data using HBase. You could use Hive to perform sentiment analysis on user comments and Spark for generating real-time visualization of trending topics. Or assume you're working in the Internet of Things domain. You can use HBase to store sensor data. Spark could then process and analyze this data in real time, identifying patterns and anomalies. Or HBase can serve as a storage backend for logs generated by various applications. Apache Hadoop tools like HDFS, MapReduce and Spark can then be used to analyze these logs for insights into the system behavior and performance. Apache HBase's versatility and scalability makes it suitable for a wide range of applications. HBase is a natural fit for storing and managing time series data such as stock market prices, sensor readings and IoT data. Its ability to handle high write rates and fast access to historical data 
is essential for applications that require real-time insights and trend analysis. Companies can process and analyze data as it arrives, enabling them to make immediate decisions on the most up-to-date information. X, formerly known as Twitter, uses Edgebase to store and manage tweet data. Edgebase's ability to handle high-write volumes and provide real-time access to user-generated content is crucial for platforms with millions of users. Also, OpenTSDB, which is an open-source time series database, is built on top of Edgebase. It's widely used for monitoring and storing matrices for systems and applications. Also, Uber uses Edgebase for its real-time data storage. With its tracking rights, driver locations, or rider requests, Edgebase's scalability and performance ensures that data is always available. So we can see that Edgebase is extremely popular in tech giants and find its utility in a variety of different domains. Now, we move on to the last segment of our podcast, where we'll discuss some of the challenges that we can face while working with Edgebase and how best to tackle them. Some of them we have already touched upon, but let's revisit them anyway. One of the most common challenge in Edgebase is schema design complexity. Be very careful while designing a schema in Edgebase. Design it in a matter that caters to your application needs while optimizing for performance. Next is the problem of data hotspot. Uneven data distribution across regions can lead to hotspots where some regions become overloaded, affecting performance. We need to design a row key very carefully to avoid hotspotting and ensuring even distribution of data across the cluster. And finally, we have the problem of compaction and compaction overhead. Frequent compactions can impact system performance, so finding the right balance is crucial. To avoid frequent compactions, we can use compression to reduce storage requirements and leverage caching for faster data access. However, at certain point, compaction is inevitable. We have to design our applications in a way that can deal with it. And that is the end of this podcast. In this podcast, we delved into the heart of Apache Edgebase, from its introduction as a distributed scalable NoSQL database to its intricate architecture featuring master-slave design, regions, and region servers. We explored the flexible data model with row keys, column families, and column qualifiers. And we have walked through essential CRUD operations, schema design strategies, scaling techniques, and performance optimizations. We have unveiled HBase's consistency and durability guarantees and its integration within the Hadoop ecosystem. Moreover, we have showcased real-world use cases and examples of companies benefiting from HBase's capability. As you would have learned, Apache HBase is a remarkable tool with the potential to revolutionize the way you manage and analyze data. Whether you are a developer, data engineer, or someone with a curious mind, there is no better time to start your journey with Apache HBase. With its thriving community, resources, and documentation, you have a wealth of support to guide you through your exploration. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. As always, stay tuned for more insightful discussions on cutting-edge technologies and algorithms. And do not forget to follow this podcast. Until next time, I am Shivam signing off.